I think if you're in the influencer space and if you're selling courses and coaching and things like that, then it's absolutely better to focus on one thing. And then once you get that running, you know, sure, the sky's the limit. You could you could really shift focus and start focusing ads on, on something else. But I would absolutely say choose one product, program, funnel, set up, you know, set that up, get ads up and running, get ads really dialed in and working well and scaling and then shift focus elsewhere. Okay, y'all, not only is this episode going to be jam-packed with a ton of crazy strategy, but this one was really, really fun because I get to talk to my incredible Facebook ads guru, Andrew Hubbard. Now, if you follow me on social or if you happen to be one of our Influencer Academy students, then you've already been introduced to Andrew before. Andrew has helped me scale my business in the last mm, maybe 18 months or so to seven plus figures, and I am so thrilled for him to dive in today with exactly how he does this. Now, just a few years ago, Andrew was a business analyst and stuck behind a desk grinding it all out in corporate Australia. And on paper, life looked pretty good. He was earning quote unquote good money, had a girlfriend who is now his wife that he's crazy about. But when the weekends rolled around and there was plenty of time to do what he wanted to do, he seemed to kind of have it all. But in reality, the thought of spending the best years of his life in a corporate cubicle was absolutely terrifying. So as a little side hustle, he started running running Facebook ads for people and quickly established a reputation for delivering exceptional results. And guys, when I say exceptional, they are exceptional. This led to a snowball of word of mouth referrals and new business was born. Now, as his business started growing, his employers announced that they were making layoffs. So it felt like the perfect time to step out on his own and turn that side hustle into a full-time gig. From that point on, the rest is history. So guys, this episode is filled with so much goodness and it really breaks down Facebook ads in a way that is easy to understand. Because if you're anything like me, that is like speaking a major foreign language to me. I do not understand the ins and outs and the techie side of Facebook ads. It actually kind of makes me feel a little anxious. So having Andrew here to really walk me through it and to walk you through it today makes it a whole lot better. So of course, make sure to go to juliesolomon.net slash one to nine to get your free transcript of today's episode. There's a lot of goodness in here and I don't want you to miss any of it. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Hello, Andrew. Hey, Julie. It's so great to have you on. So obviously, they just heard from our intro that you are our amazing Facebook ads manager. And you've been on our team for over a year now. And I'm so excited to finally have you on and to just kind of share what you do, how you do it, and and really how, how that how that is such an integral part to the growth and profitability of my business. So I'm so excited to have you here today. I think it's just going to be a great conversation to dive into. I'm really excited to be here and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So first, let's just talk about why Facebook ads. Why was that the thing that you wanted to fall into? Um, and how did that kind of come about? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a 
bit of a windy journey. So it wasn't something where I went, you know what, uh, Facebook ads are it. It's what I'm going to do. It kind of ended there in a, in a really roundabout way. I went from a side hustle where I was actually uh, creating mobile apps for um, Apple, for iOS. Um, and part of that, so cut a long story short there, was I was building those apps and I was looking for ways to get downloads. And that's when Facebook ads had just came out and they were just allowing you to do installs for mobile apps on Facebook. So I just jumped in and, you know, this was a side hustle. So I jumped in, I thought, I'll try these Facebook ads. And I got that to a point where I realized, hey, we can actually, I was monetizing the apps using ads inside the the apps. So, you know, we'd show ads just like people would show ads on a website, right? And I realized, hey, I can buy an install for less then I can bring in in revenue from that user, you know, seeing ads inside my mobile app. And so I kind of went a little bit all in on it then. I just went, well, hey, you know, if I can buy a user for 50 cents and they're worth a dollar to me, I'm just going to go nuts with this. And so that's kind of uh, where things took off. And I was like, wow, there is something to this Facebook ad thing. And I started, I was in a couple of masterminds and things and people started asking me, wow, you know, show us how you're doing this because, you know, you're pouring a dollar in and getting $2 back every single time and just doing that over and over and over again. So I started helping a few people in masterminds and then that kind of grew and, and I started, uh, you know, they connected me with people and we started doing some paid work there. And, um, then I realized, you know what, I, I'm not really passionate about the mobile app space and I'd rather get into, I, I really wanted to get into something more in the online business world and more in the, the, the online influencer and course creator space. And so I, went out and I said, you know what, who's my ideal client? I mapped this all out and I just went out and I started connecting with influencers online who I knew had online courses, who I knew were in that space. And I ended up connecting the way I did it. So I went out and I said, all right, how can I actually give value to these people? And I went out and I would go to their website and I would see if they had the Facebook pixel installed. And at that time, um, not a lot of people had the pixel installed. And so I would look and I would say, hey, you know what? I noticed you don't have the pixel installed on your website. Um, it's really important because X, Y, and Z, and I'd explain why they should have it on there, even if they're not running ads. And I said, look, I'll put it on for free. If you want to, you know, if you want me to do it, I'm happy to, to add that for you. Uh, and surprisingly high number of people came back and, you know, we started conversations around that. And I ended up connecting with one influencer we made an agreement and we said, I kind of just uh, took a risk. And I said, you know what, I'll do your launch for free. Cause he was, we were talking about, you know, doing his launch. I said, I'll do your launch for free. If you let me publish a detailed case study and we do a, a uh, testimonial. And he said, done, you know, perfect. Let's do it. Uh, we ended up spending $6,000 on his launch. We brought in $36,000 in sales. The case study was amazing. As soon as I published it, things just blew up. And it kind of just went from there. Everything just snowballed. Uh, referrals started coming in um, and the business just really took off from there. And then I just have been all in on Facebook ads and running the agency ever since. And um, I'm so glad that you did that. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I was able to meet you through a mutual friend of ours and a referral, uh, Melissa Griffin, yep. who is a wonderful human being and Yes. very successful online content creator and entrepreneur. And um, I kind of want to dive into to that and we can even use my own journey as an example. So 
when we first met, I actually talked to you, I want to say about a year before I finally bit the bullet and decided to invest in Facebook ads. I had heard uh-huh. about you from Melissa and then also another mutual friend of ours and and D Reller, who was my project manager on a lot of the launches that I did in the past. And I had the call with you and it all made sense. And I was just terrified because I am someone who is not super tech savvy. I'm not someone who even is very ad savvy when it comes to the, you know, the metric side of ads. I'm not someone who really understood Facebook ads or to be honest, really even understands it now, which is so, um, so, it's such a blessing to have you on my team to kind of walk alongside me for that. But I remember it took me a full year to finally get to the place to, like you said, you did as well. I took that leap of faith and I said, you know, I'm going to start small and invest a little bit into these ads and see what happened. And I'm so glad that I did that because it truly was, you know, one of the of the biggest changes of growth and one of the magnitudes of changes of growth in my own business. So I would love to kind of walk through that um, because, you know, I think it's not so much that if, if those listening are anything like me, that I really want to understand the technical side of Facebook ads, just because I'm not passionate about it, I can hire it out. But what I really wanted to understand is, is what could it really do for my business? Like, like really map that out. And when I was able to really see those numbers, I was like, whoa. So let's kind of walk through that. Um, after that year of, of yeah. kind of waiting, and then finally Melissa was like, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. So I sent you that email immediately. We started working together. I want to say this was probably about a year and a half ago. So you came on spring of 2018, I believe, or maybe even before yep. that. And did we launch first or did we... We launched... We, it was a launch first, I think. We so, did, yeah. We went to launch and then into the evergreen stuff. The evergreen. So I want to kind of talk about that. So first, kind of, we can explain, you know, what what the difference is between a launch and between an evergreen product that just kind of does its thing. Yeah. So okay, that, yeah, really good. So I think that, you know, I think that year when I look back at it now, um, I think that was actually a blessing in disguise and one of the best things you did was to take that year and wait. And the reason I say that is because in doing that, you were still creating so much content and you were still so active on social media for that 12 months. And what happened over that 12 months was you built up this this audience. You had, you know, we talked about the, the pixel before for anyone who's uh, wondering what what the heck I'm talking about there just something you, you put on your website and it allows you to uh, retarget people and show them Facebook ads later. So once they visit your website, Facebook knows that you can show them ads later. So for all of that time, for that whole 12 months, you had all of these people coming to your website because you're pr- putting great content out. You were on Instagram, you're on Facebook. And so you're building this audience of people that Facebook knew, okay, they've interacted with Julie in the past. And so where this is leading is, you know, for that whole 12 months you were doing that. And then when the launch came, that's one of the big differences. So with a launch, it's such a short promotional period. Like we're talking two weeks. We'll promote with ads for two weeks up to, you know, when the, the launch starts um, and, and we start bringing in leads uh, and we start opening the cart, sorry. And so because you'd built that big, warm audience, that that group of people in addition to your email list who are really familiar with you we could go out and for the launch we 
primarily showed ads just to those people because they already knew you, they liked you, they had that level of trust. So you had your email list, but you also had this massive group that had visited your website, engaged with you on social that we could target with your Facebook ads. So with the launch, that's what we did and we really minimized the risk. Um, And that was, yeah, like I said, I think that was one of the best decisions you made because you'd done a lot of that groundwork and we had those audiences that we could target first off and get really good results with your Facebook ads for the launch. Now, the way that differs to Evergreen, for example, is yeah, launch is a short two-week big promo. We, you know, we have a set budget, we go all in with ads and honestly, it either kind of works really well or, you know, we don't know until the, the launch wraps up. But with Evergreen, yeah, the big difference is we run a smaller, you know, daily budget and we can run it for a long period of time and we can tweak and adjust along the way. Um, does that make sense? It totally makes sense. And I love that you yeah. preface that because I think it's important to those listening that, you know, and, we're, and I want to get into this because Facebook ads not only can help you be profitable and make money, but it grows your list like gangbusters as well. Yes. And so I want to kind of talk about that. But yeah, when it... it when we first started, I, I spent that year building my list and I had about, I think I want to have like, I want to say about 4,000 or 5,000. So people on the list, once you came on. So I kind of went from having like a few hundred when I first talked to you to really spending that next year, building up that list as organically as I possibly could. So we went into the launch with about 4,000 or so people. And I think after the launch, we had 9,000. So I more than doubled my list from using Facebook ads. And um, I'm happy to talk numbers as, as far as I can remember. I think for the launch, I told you I wanted to invest like $5,000, which mm-hmm. is was a lot to me at the time because I this was my first kind of time dipping my toes in. But then you hear about these people investing like six figures a month in, in ads. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it was kind of this little small potato, but it was what I felt comfortable with. And then what else I love about working with you is that you are very conservative as well and kind of meeting the client where they are and seeing that. And um, we had close to a six-figure launch. I invested $5,000 in ads and we had, I want to say, 90-something thousand in revenue. And yeah. um, and we more than doubled my list. I went from 4,000 people on my list into 9,000 people on my list. And so... Um, that's when I kind of had seen firsthand the power in Facebook ads. And so after we launched that in April, we went into that evergreen um, formula, if you will. And Andrew, you were just kind of explaining what that is. But then my friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. What kind of happens after that from a Facebook ad perspective? If you want to take a product or a program and put it on an evergreen format and, and really let Facebook ads drive the traffic in. Yeah. I mean, I, I think launching first, if you do want to do evergreen, I always recommend that somebody does a launch first. The reason for that is because it's it's much easier to sell on a launch because you're live, you're building that hype, you're so much more engaged. Where with Evergreen, it, it's automated. Everything is automated. So it's much easier to make sales on a live launch and you get to talk to and interact with the audience. You get to get feedback from them and learn you know, why they're buying, why they're not buying, what they talk about during the launch in terms of pain points. So, yeah, I think if you were considering Evergreen, I would definitely say launch first. Um, for that reason, and also for the reason of you build this nice little database of customers that you can use as a basis for all of your evergreen ads. So you do this big launch, you get a big list of customers, which, as you said, Julie, we we you know really quickly got a nice customer list from that launch uh, and a great group going through the program. And then we could take that data, we could upload that list to Facebook, and we could start to use that to to show Facebook, all right, these are our current customers. Now go out there and find more people like that. And we could start to feed that into our evergreen. So we took that um, and, yeah, I mean, do you want to go into detail of, you know, the actual setup of the evergreen campaign in terms of like the tech or more on the ad side? We could go either way, I guess. Yeah, I I think more kind of on the ad side of just like, you know, how the ads bring in people, where do they go? And then how does that essentially turn into a sale for someone? Love it. Okay. So yeah, in your case, it's a webinar. So we've got this evergreen webinar. And so we're going out there to Facebook and we're showing ads, you know, that promote the webinar. And we're saying, you know, uh, this is, this is how you can, you know, go out and get paid to promote brand deals in your case. And Julie, I have to say, I use your example so often because I love the title of your webinar and I love the, yeah, I think it's, I think honestly, that's a big part of the success is you've, you've come up with a webinar title and webinar content that is so appealing to the audience. And that's really important if you're going with Evergreen. You need something that is like it's got to be something that they really truly desire. So yours is uh, how to land your first um, brand deal, basically teaching people how to land a brand deal, you know, even as a a newbie um, and monetize your following. So it's so enticing to people that we just go out and promote the webinar directly. Some people promote lead magnets first, like PDFs and then have webinars. We don't do any of that. We go straight to the webinar, send people in. So they land on a landing page. They click a Facebook ad. They land on a page where they can enter their name and email address. They sign up for the webinar, choose a time that suits them so they can do. For you, we allow them to do just in time so they can watch the webinar in the next 15 minutes or they can choose a time over the next uh, one to two days. We only do it over the next one to two days because we find that with Evergreen, if people sign up for a webinar that's a week out, they forget about it. No one attends. Um, so it's kind of wasting money on leads if people are signing up for a week out and they're not showing up. 
Um, yeah, so they sign up, they attend the webinar. Now, the key here is after they sign up, we've got Facebook ads that go out at every stage as well. So it's not just like we run ads and we get people into the webinar and then we forget them and go quiet. Uh, we've got ads for um, webinar replay reminders. So they go to the webinar. If they um, afterwards they see an ad in the news feed, hey, did you see the replay? Did you watch live? Come back and check it out. The replay is available for a few more days. Um, then in sync, after they watch the webinar, they see the offer for the for the Pitch It Perfect program. If they don't buy, um, they also see ads that show, hey, the cart's open. Did you know you get these bonuses for a limited time? Click here to join. They see testimonials. So we've got these ads going out showing testimonials of successful students. And what we're really doing here is where we're just broadening the reach and we're amplifying the message that you're already delivering through the email follow-up. So we know um, that email open rates are like 20% is good, okay? <laughs> you know, 20 25%, that's considered good now. So you're sending these messages for the program, these emails, after people opt into the webinar to tell them, you know, there's this bonus offer. It's, you know, really good value you should buy now because you're going to get, you know, all of these extras but only a quarter of the people that actually sign up for the webinar get to see that messaging. So we amplify that with Facebook ads and that's the thinking behind it. We show the Facebook ads in the news feed and Instagram feed and Instagram stories because we make sure we get that message in front of more people and that's the objective there. Um, yeah, and then that runs all the way through. They see the offer. Um, there's ads there in sync to promote it. And then when the offer expires, you know, it's, it's real. It's a real expiring offer and we, um, once it's gone, it's gone and people can't access it anymore. And so I'm going to, I want to keep walking through this because I think yeah. it's very fascinating. And I'm going to ask you all the questions that I asked you before I knew any of this. So um, Facebook ad graphics, and we can use my, we can use me as an example, which graphics yeah. can convert really well and which graphics don't convert as well. And I know that there's not a one word answer for this. So I would love to kind of, we can use me as an example and then kind of give, give your ideas and thoughts ab about that too. Cool. Yeah. All right. So um, the first thing I'll say about it is like, no matter who you are, what you do, if you're running Facebook ads, testing multiple graphics is just an absolute must. So we run for you, we run a series, some with photos of you in the ad, uh, some with just, you know, a nice, a nice stock background image and some text. Uh, we run some that are carousel style. But if I was going to say the best performers, the ones that have performed best consistently over time, for you at the moment, it is Instagram stories with a photo of you and a text overlay. Um, absolutely, you know, crushing it in the Instagram stories format, that tall format. So we're, we're not just running, you know, a regular rectangular ad. We're running an actual tailored ad for Instagram stories that the right format We've got a photo of Julie. We've got the headline of the webinar. We've got a call to action. Really important in the stories format that we have that. Tell people, hey, swipe up. You're going to get this. The, um, sign up for the webinar um, and check it out. So that's what's working best for you at the moment. And similarly on Instagram newsfeed as well is the photo of you uh, really well designed so it matches the brand and the text overlay. And that's that's the other thing I want to mention with ads. No matter what type of ad you use, whether it's got a photo of a person, whether it's um, just a, a more of a stock style image, lifestyle sort of picture with text, um, it's really important that it's on brand and that there's congruency with the landing page. So 
wherever you're, when we, when we show your ads, Julie, they're very much on brand. And when they click the ad and they go to the landing page to sign up for the webinar, the design and the look and the feel, it all matches really closely. So people know they're in the right place. Uh, We find that if we don't do that, if we create a break there, uh, we get lots of people clicking ads and then a lot of them drop off and they don't end up buying um, or they don't end up signing up, sorry, because they they sort of get there and they think, well, I clicked that ad, but this doesn't feel right. Like it doesn't feel like I'm in the right place. Um, so Instagram stories and the second uh, second one are the carousel ads. So there are a series of, of square images uh, in a carousel format. I'm sure everyone's seen. I know Julie does carousels on Instagram uh, organically as well. So it's that it's that format, but in an ad. So multiple images, um, and we generally use you know the first one with a photo of you, and then the second one is kind of uh, all relevant things to what we're talking about. So uh, for you, we're talking about learning paid brand deals. Um, so we're showing images related to that with or with text on each each uh, graphic and things like that. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so I kind of want to walk through the history of our evergreen funnel, if you will. So we have predominantly yeah. one. It's for my program, Pitch It Perfect, that we yeah. use Facebook ads for. And um, I kind of want to talk about how the growth and the success of that has essentially um, been because launching is kind of its own different beast. And so I kind of want to focus on on Evergreen and how we've been able to grow that. So we started launching that with Facebook ads because before, like Andrew had mentioned, I had been organically doing webinars for Pitch It Perfect and touting about it on Pinterest or on my Instagram organically, but hadn't actually put any kind of investment behind Facebook ads. So we started with that Pitch It Perfect launch and then we went into the evergreen funnel, which as Andrew mentioned, basically means that you can, you'll see the ad, it will take you to an opportunity to sign up for the webinar if you want, and then you go into that process. Um, So since we've done that, um, we started out spending probably how much a month, if you remember, Andrew, I want to say it was kind of around that five to $7,000 a month. It was, yeah, it was right around the $5,000 a month mark. Yep. And you had kind of encouraged to do that because it's, there's a, I guess, a technique or strategy, if you will, behind that of kind of like slowly building. Yeah. And so, you know, from our conversations, I'm all about like the number one thing that I care about when we run Facebook ads is return on ad spend. So, you know, I'm not really, it's very rare that I'll talk to you about um, our CPMs or our click-through rates or whatever. Because at the end of the day, as a business owner, all, all you care about, uh, all, all most business owners you know, really want to see is that they're getting more back than they're putting in from their ads. And what um, constitutes and, as a good return on ad spend, like industry standard? Yeah. yeah. If, if you can do on an information product, like on a course, uh, two to one is, is good. You know, that's a good baseline to set. Um, and it's, it's quite scalable at that, at that level as well. Uh, and the reason we start small is because we want to prove that out. We want to prove that we can actually make money and then we can scale to the moon once we do that. Mm-hmm. And then how much over the course of this last year, if you will, what is our average return on ad spend? Uh, over the last year, we're at about two and a half, almost three to one, I believe. Yep. Thanks to yep. you. <laughs> yeah. And so... And yes. we're scaling at the same time, scaling. which is great. And so I want to get really yeah. transparent with people. I want I want this episode to be, you know, I'm just going to kind of open it all out and, and share with you guys. So we would spend about five to seven grand. And then if it was two and a half to one, we would make what for that? 
And we'd make about 12 and a half. 12 and a half thousand or something. On five. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as we slowly built over time, fast forward to kind of today, what are we spending a month on ads roughly? Uh, we're spending roughly twenty to 25000 at the mm-hmm. moment on ads. Right. Yeah. And so, and then with the two and a half to one return on ad spend, we spend about twenty to twenty five k a month, and we get 50, forty to sixty. Yeah, forty to sixty a month. So yeah. the reason why I wanted to share that, guys, with you all is that there was a time that I was white knuckling it, that I was creating this program, that I was doing all of this work, you know, doing webinars, launching this stuff. You know, it was a lot of work, but I have essentially over the last year been able to scale and make roughly. Twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars a month for essentially doing nothing but putting money behind Facebook ads. Yep. So last month, for example, we spent twenty-one and we brought in fifty-six just from the ads. That's not even including your organic stuff. Yep. So I just get to sit back, work on other stuff, maybe take my kid to the school, (laughs) do whatever (laughs) I really want. You know, really focus on you know having the freedom to live my life and business the way that I want. I put in 25 or so thousand in Facebook ads and I sit back and I get about 30 grand in my pocket. Not a bad investment. And I want to say again too, $25,000 guys, I used to make that in a year when I was doing PR when I first started out. The thought when I used to hear people would spend that, I would be like, how is that even possible? Like, how are they even like, I just, I could not fathom doing that. But again, it's like, it's that slow build. I could fathom spending two thousand, five thousand, and when you're getting this return of two to one, two and a half to one, three to one, it it gives yourself it gives you that cushion and that pocket to be able to invest more. And that's really when it comes to the to the idea of working smarter and not harder. I spent you know, a couple of years minding and grinding, building, you know, building the webinar, building the product, making sure that it was really valuable content, that it worked. I mean, that's another huge thing is that people do see results from Pitch It Perfect. And so it really allowed for us to be able to invest in this way. And now I really get to essentially reap the benefits of having this amazing online course. And of course, I have an incredible Facebook ads manager who knows what he's doing because I've heard stories of sometimes people don't know and, and they don't see these kinds of returns. So really, you know, aligning yourself with someone who really understands this, who's on top of the trends, who knows what they're doing. And, you know, over the last year, um, just on the Evergreen alone, I mean, we have a multi, multi six-figure Evergreen, you know, uh, funnel, if you will. You know, we've spent you know, six figures on ads, and then we've been able to return multi six figures. And I think this year we're probably going to hit the seven figure mark or close to it. So Absolutely. it's pretty phenomenal of of just how impactful um, that this that this can be when done strategically in the right way. Absolutely, it adds it adds a level of consistency and surety to a business once you can start doing this on a regular basis. I think that's what it really adds. It's, it's, it takes a lot of that day-to-day like, oh, gee, I, I hope this next launch goes well or I hope, you know, I can land a partnership or a, or a partner webinar, JV webinar this month. Um, once you know you've got this down, it's, it's something that you can just go, okay, well, these are our goals. Let's scale that and, uh, you know, 
once the cash flow is there, you can just keep going and going and going. Now, it's not easy, right? This is not the first version of the webinar that we put out. Right. <laughs> hard to get many, this. Right. Working. Many iterations yeah. of graphics, many yes. iterations of copy and content, many iterations of webinars. Um, you know, some months just wildly exceed my expectations. I think in January, it's like we spent like, I don't know, fifteen or twenty thousand dollars and made like ninety or something. It was like crazy. But then yeah. some months it's kind of like, you know, we always do more than break even, but it's like we may make just ten thousand dollars more or whatever. So it it is mm-hmm. something that is really it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's really about a long-term game. Like, like this is this is a part of my business model. And that is what I'm really wanting to make sure that you guys understand. And that's why I'm trying to be really transparent and open with you guys about the numbers because I would hear it from other people like our friend, Melissa Griffin. And I would be like, what? You're spending what on Facebook ads? But then she would tell me what her return is. And I'm just like, how does this happen? And she's like, well, you have to invest in it. And little by little, and as you fine tune and tweak your content and tweak your graphics and, and how the funnel goes through, then you know that's that's how it works. And so little by little, we've been able to scale. And if I can do it and so many others can do it, I know that you can do it too. You know, I think you hit on such a good point then. Something that really, really um, hit home for me and that I think everybody needs to really pay attention to is the fact that it is Facebook ads are one part of your business. Your business is not an evergreen funnel like that. There is so much more to it and you're putting out so much content on a regular basis and you are nurturing and caring for the audience that you've built. And there are so many other moving pieces. And I think that's where some people get a little bit confused and they hear these stories about, well, you know, they've got an evergreen webinar and they're pumping in or, you know, it's generating so much revenue and people will, slap up a webinar and a course and they've got nothing else built around that. And, you know, it, it just, it doesn't work that way. It, it is you're exactly right. It's, it's one piece of a business. It's not an evergreen webinar does not make a business. Uh, exactly. And, um, you know, I've even like thought, well, Hey, maybe it could, it doesn't, I've tried that. It, it, it doesn't, you have, you have to really be in for it for the long game. And, and also, Another reason for this, again, guys, I I go back to that point of freedom. There is nothing more exhausting because I've done this in my business and Andrew, you've been a part of it, of feeling like you constantly have to launch to make the ends meet. There's nothing more exhausting than that. So being able to really spend the time and to really nurture an evergreen funnel with Facebook ads and really scale it over time, it allows for this cushion. It allows for this baseline in your business to then be able to go and not launch so many times a year if you don't want to. Or maybe you want to do something like write a book or start speaking or just other creative endeavors that you can do because you do have this cushion that you are consistently nurturing and fine-tuning and working over time and over time and over time. So Andrew, I also, I want to ask you too about the... Because Facebook ads, it has an algorithm just like Instagram and everything else does. Um, The other thing that I was always um, curious on is that, is it better to kind of have one product that you know? and, And I'm kind of, I'm talking in the way that, you know... 
I'm talking in the sense that I am expecting whatever content or product that it is that you're creating, guys, is is like the best that it can be, right? Like you're creating this awesome service that people want, people want to invest in, and it's just the Facebook ads that's getting it in front of them. So with that in mind, is it better to go kind of all in and focus your Facebook ads on one product or one service and really get that strong? Or is it better just to kind of pepper their ads into multiple things and build it that way? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for for the audience, for the listeners out there, you know, for people who are creating online courses, who are influencers, and, you know, as opposed to e-commerce, you know, selling multiple little trinkets and products and things, I think if you're in the influencer space and if you're selling courses and coaching and things like that, then it's absolutely better to focus on one thing. And then once you get that running, you know, sure, the sky's the limit. You could, you could really shift focus and start focusing ads on, on something else. But I would absolutely say choose one product, program, funnel, set up, you know, set that up, get ads up and running, get ads really dialed in and working well and scaling and then shift focus elsewhere because you're going to want to be optimizing the ads. You're going to want to be optimizing, you know, the Facebook side of things. You're also going to want to be optimizing the funnel and the experience and the conversion, you know, of that, um, which is a lot of work. And if you're trying to do that with two, three, four, five different products at the same time, I can tell you uh, it's probably not going to end well. So I would definitely do one, get it working like a well-oiled machine, uh, just like we've done with Pitch It Perfect, and then look at adding new things into the mix. So thank you so much for walking us through that. I hope that that was super helpful for everyone listening. I also want to talk a little bit about how else we use other components into our... Yeah. launches or into the the evergreen program that we have to really nurture the leads, nurture the people that we capture through Facebook ads. So one of the things that we do, and it's kind of a trend that you had told me that's been working not only well for, for me as your client, but for other clients that you have as well, is mm. mini chat. So if you could kind of explain to us what that is and then how we use that as kind of a, a support system to our Facebook ads, if you will, um, to really yeah. see those, those leads convert to customers. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, ManyChat's one of them. There are a couple of things that I'd love to share. And yeah, let's, let's start with ManyChat. Um, so that one, okay. ManyChat is something that if anyone doesn't know, uh, it's a Facebook Messenger bot platform. So basically you can automate messages delivered via Facebook Messenger. So you've probably seen this before. If you're listening, um, you know, you click a button, you sign up for a messenger bot and then at, at different intervals, you know, people can broadcast out. It's, it's like an email list, but in Facebook messenger, the reason it's so effective is because, you know, we talked about this earlier, email open rates, like 15, 20%. Okay. With messenger, we see open rates of 80% plus email click through rates. So people actually clicking links in emails. Yeah, like 5% maybe, people actually clicking links in Messenger, we're talking 15, 20%. So it makes a huge, huge difference uh, at, the end of, you know, at the end of the day. And so the way we're using this to enhance the experience inside the webinar and in the webinar follow-up is we're using Messenger to deliver things like Messenger reminders and important messages like 
you know, the, the bonus offer is expiring. So, for example, uh, we went through this process earlier. You know, people click a Facebook ad, they land on the webinar registration page and they sign up for the webinar. Well, on the thank you page, we then have a little message and a button that says, hey, if you want to get this extra resource, so it says you're all signed up for the webinar, great. Here are the next steps. If you want to get this extra resource, um, click here and we'll send you the PDF via Facebook Messenger. We'll also send you reminders for the webinar uh, as well. So they click a link. It's all set up in the back end. So they click that link. It pops up in Messenger and a message from Julie's page comes through to them and says, hey, you know, do you want to sign up, uh, get, the, get the free PDF and uh, reminders for the webinar? Yep, they click the button. Uh, it's super easy. We ask them, what's the email address you sign up for the webinar? Facebook pre-populates that with their Facebook with the email address they've used for their Facebook account. So they don't even have to type in their email address. They just tap it on the, on the screen and it goes through. Um, and then, yeah, they're inside the Messenger bot and we send a series of broadcasts perfectly timed to say, hey, guess what? The, the webinar is starting now. Click here to join. We have a series of follow-ups that say, hey, um, you know, the bonus offer's here. Did you get a chance to check it out? Here's what's included. Uh, and then later on, you know, the bonus is expiring. So we really use that. So again, make sure that as many people as possible are hearing our message because that's the objective here. Like as influencers and as people who are, um, you know, sharing a message out there to an audience, we want to make sure that we're using as many channels as we can and that as many of those people as possible are hearing it. And since adding Messenger to our Evergreen webinar, I mean, our attendance rates have gone up 10 to 15% on the webinar. Our conversion rates have, have jumped uh, as well. It's just been a massive boost for us overall in terms of our evergreen funnel. Mm. And um, I love what you said just about you, you kind of, and you, you have to remember that you kind of have to beat people over the head with something quite a few times before they really sink right. it in. And, you know, don't feel like you're being annoying. Don't feel like, you know, it's if, if they're your right audience, if, if they're really someone that you're meant to show up and to serve and to support, you're not going to be annoying them. So just kind of keep that in mind with all of these different products and services and, and, and support systems that you can use. What are some of the other things, Andrew, that, um, that you've used? Yeah. So, and I love that point, Julie. That is true. Like people, we tend to think that everything we blast out there, everyone in our audience is seeing or reading, but it's so not the case. We might put 10 different things out there and somebody might see one or two of them just because of algorithms and reach and all this kind of thing. Um, yeah, so other things we're doing, uh, and this is kind of building on, so for everybody who's listening, you know, if you're starting out with ads, I would always start out the way that I described at the beginning of the podcast, and that is putting out free content, um, getting people to organically visit your website, to organically engage with you on Instagram, and the first ads you should be running are people retargeting those people. So bringing those warm audiences into your webinar or into your funnel. Absolutely 100% where you should start. So what we're doing, the problem with that is when we want to scale, like what we're doing with you, Julie, the problem we run into there is those audiences, you know, we scale, 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 but they're only so big. Um, only, you know, those organic audiences are only so big. We hit a ceiling. So one thing we've really started doing with you uh, more recently, and that's really helped us, is we're promoting uh, video and audio content uh, pretty heavily at the front end. So now we're sending out podcast episodes. We have ads promoting your podcast episodes, and they go out and they, they're a little, you know, a little short video with an audio snippet and a little bit of text um, describing the episode. 
And so people can see that. They might have never seen you or heard of you, but they see you in the feed and you're interviewing somebody that they maybe do know and love. You know, we're putting, you know, you have a, a big influencer on your podcast. Guess what we do? We put that ad in front of that influencer's audience. And so that's a way for them to then get introduced to you. And instantly you build that credibility and trust because you're now associated with that person that they already know and trust. So we're putting that episode in front of them. They see it. They'll listen to the audio snippet, go, wow, this sounds amazing. There's a call to action in the ad. They click it. They go to the website and they can listen to the podcast episode. Now, that's great. It's a great first user experience. And I mean, somebody sitting and never heard of you before and sitting down and listening to an hour-long podcast episode, I mean, there's no better way to build that first first you know piece of, of trust and and create that first interaction than that like that's so powerful um and so we're doing a lot of that on the front end and then we retarget them with more ads and we bring them into the webinar and that really helps our, our conversion rates and our sales because i mean you know you think about it somebody sees an ad on facebook they've never heard of you they click and they join the webinar and then they're you know hit with a special offer well yeah maybe they'll buy but somebody listens to you speaking for an hour and then joins the webinar and then watches you for another hour, I mean, they are so much more likely to buy and we see that. Um, that's something that's been really, really good for us and we're going to continue doing that is taking your content, um, sharing it with those cold audiences, bringing people into your world and then moving them through into a sales process. So that, again, this is a more advanced thing. You don't have to do this at the start, but it's something that we've really implemented uh, lately for yours that's uh, definitely been very, very effective for us. Yep. And again, it's, you know, I create the podcast episode once and then we are able to repurpose it for different business purposes throughout our model, which is amazing. So again, it's, it's about working smarter, thinking, you know, thinking different kind of strategic strategies, not adding a lot of more time and a lot of more content creation to your plate, but really how can you repurpose certain things um, to use in order to really continue to get your products and services out to your ideal customer. And I also want to mention for all of you that are listening to this, that you probably have a ton of questions. You want to write down a bunch of stuff. We have a free transcript of this podcast episode that you can easily download. So I don't want you to feel like that you're missing stuff and that you have to rewind. Of course, some of you love to go back and re-listen to it, but all you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net forward slash 132. Again, that's juliesolomon.net forward slash 132 to get a free transcript of this podcast episode so you can highlight away and have fun with all of your note-taking as well. Andrew, one other thing that I wanted to ask you, because um, I know that you had mentioned in Instagram stories, um, and this may be something that just kind of depends on what you're doing and testing things out. But I, I know a lot of people have told me that they're afraid to get started with Facebook ads because they don't know if they should do a video or if they should do a photo or you know what should the photo look like or what color should it be. They get so um, heady with all of those little things that they end up not taking action at all. So what would be your advice for that? Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, I definitely see that all the time. It's it's a scary thing. So I would say um, there are a couple of things you can do to get started. First of all, I want to reassure everybody that, and this is something that I think often is a sticking point, um, they, people think they have to have these fancy photo shoots and these amazing well-produced video ads. Um, and it, you know what the truth is? Like we spend millions of dollars every month on ads, right? The truth is the casual stuff works better. 
literally like a selfie or a quick candid snap that you get a friend to take or a video where you're sitting and just looking at your webcam and talking, those style of ads, they work better on Facebook and Instagram because they look like native content. They're the kind of things a friend would post. Uh, And so, you know, as soon as you start getting into the world of really, really polished video, like, you know, that costs thousands of dollars to produce, it just, it's instantly identifiable to the audience as an ad. They see it, they go, add, scroll, move next. If it looks like something organic, something interesting, something a friend would post, it performs better because it gets, it actually is something that people stop on and they look at and they give it a piece of attention. So that's the first thing I want to reassure everyone of is that you don't need, you don't need fancy video. You don't need an expensive photo shoot. You can literally get started with ads very casually. Um, one of my favorite types of ads, and Julie, we've created a bunch of these, um, is where I've sent you scripts and it's just a short 60-second video face to camera um, sitting in front of the computer and just, you know, recording an ad, hitting record uh, and recording these short 60-second ads. And some of those have been our best performers for a long time. I was looking through your account uh, earlier this week and, uh, yeah, there's some from, you know, almost a year ago that are still going and they're still going strong. Um, so you can get in front of the camera and a short 60 second video where you open by asking a question, you know, um, you know, would you love to get paid to, this is just an example. Would you love to get paid to promote the brands that you use and love every day? Like you're using them and, and, and you love them anyway. Would you love, you know, how would it feel to get paid to actually promote them and share them with your audience? Uh, you know, and then I add a credibility piece. So we open with a question that's an obvious yes to the audience. Uh, and I'm just giving the audience this structure so you can go ahead and use it. Like you could literally get off this podcast and record it. Uh, the next piece is I like to add a credibility piece. So for Julie, um, Julie goes and says, you know, this is what I did. So, you know, I managed to land, uh, oh God, I think it was a $200,000 brand deal with a 12,000 person yeah. following. Julie, yeah, correct yeah. me if that's wrong. Yeah, something, <laughs> something like that, yes. It was huge, but it's a credibility builder, okay? Like, yeah, I managed to, you know, Julie tells you what she managed to do, um, you know, and then a little bit more about it. So the way I did it was, for example, I used, you know, I used this three-step step process to outreach to brands uh, and to start that conversation and then, you know, I uh, negotiate with them and, and land these deals and then there's just a call to action. Okay, so right at the end, it's, look, if you want to see how I've got this free training, uh, it's totally free to sign up. It's all online. Just click the link below. You can enter your email address and, uh, and watch it you know, at a time that suits you best. So literally something that simple, simple question that's an obvious yes to the audience, something that establishes credibility and authority, give them a little bit more information about what they're going to learn and, and, and why it's important, and then a call to action at the end. 60-second square video, that's all you need. Oh, um, that's so good. Easy to get started. Yep. Super so, so simple. Good. And just go ahead and target on Facebook. Uh, everyone who's engaged with you on Instagram, on Facebook, who's engaged with your website, visited your website in the last, you know, I think 180 days is as long as you can do. Literally, if I was starting today, that that's what I'd be doing. All right, guys, juliesolomon.net forward slash 132 to literally get that script that he just (laughs) gave us, which is amazing. Um, And another thing that I wanted to touch on really quick, because I know that we talked about when I first started working with Andrew, I had a newsletter following a 4,000 that jumped up to nine after our first launch. 
now some odd, I don't know, 13, 14 months later, since we've been consistently working together, we now have a list of about 63 to 64,000 people on it. And a vast majority of those people have come from Facebook ads. So again, you're not only able to gain profitability from it, but you're also able to gain an incredible list, which is amazing. So I wanted to definitely touch on that because I think that that is super important as well to take note of. Yeah. I mean, how often can you get paid to build a list, right? We added over 7,000 people to your list last month with Facebook ads alone. And, you know, like I said, we profited like $40,000 by doing that. And Every month that's happening. And then every month when you release a podcast, when you release a new piece of content, you've got those new 7,000 people that you can share that with and send it out to. And then they'll come and, and listen to the podcast and become subscribers. And it just creates this really, really nice snowball effect. Um, but again, like I said, it's scalable. We're going to keep growing this. And I want to kind of give you guys an idea because for me, when I was first starting out, because again, I'm not a tech savvy person. I don't understand the ins and outs of a lot of this technical stuff. I'm a very visual person and I kind of had to see this for myself in play. So if you are someone who follows me on Facebook or follows me on Instagram and you see an ad pop up, click on the ad, sign up for the webinar and just watch how it all happens. Because I think that you really going through the funnel yourself. And again, guys, I'm here just to help you. I don't care if you buy the program or not. You know, like I just really want this to be helpful for you. So click on the ad, go through the webinar. You'll see the mini chats popping up in Facebook. You'll see kind of a walkthrough of everything that we've been able to talk to you about today from beginning to end. And you'll be able to start to kind of visualize how it could work for you as well. So I think that that's... I always kind of do that when I need to really see something. I'll start following someone. I'll subscribe to their newsletter and I'll kind of watch how it all unfolds. And it is a really helpful tip. All right, Andrew, I want to chat a little bit about... Um, working with you. I know that you have a phenomenal program that teaches people exactly how to do everything that we talked about today in a more specialized, individualized way. So I would love for you to share how people could essentially work, work with you and learn from you. Yeah. So we have two different, two different parts to the business, I guess you could say. So yeah, we have the, the managed uh, ads, which is you know, what, what we do for you, Julie. Um, and then we have the course side, which is where, you know, we um, have the training. It's called Amplified Ads. It's a program that we run uh, specifically to help online course creators, coaches, consultants, the online influencers to uh, get up and running with Facebook ads and then to scale. So it's really what I've really tried to create, and I think we've done a great job of doing that, is creating a program that is, you know, from the ground up. So for for people who are just getting started, never run a Facebook ads, all the way to the people who are doing well and scaling. So it can take them from that zero to, you know, scaling to wherever that is. Um, yeah, so Amplified Ads, it's closed at the moment, but we do have a wait list. Uh, probably the easiest way to do that, uh, we'll set it up. So if you're andrewhubbard.co forward slash TIA, uh, I'll make sure you can get there and get on the wait list through that one. Um, and yeah, through the website again, andrewhubbard.co, uh, that's there's an application form for actually working directly with us for our managed ad service as well. Yes. And I will make sure to add that in the show notes and the newsletter and all of those things. AndrewHubbard.co, C-O? Yeah, dot .co. Yeah. Can't Perfect. get the .com. I'm trying. Uh, yes. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, Andrew, what does influence mean to you? 
Uh, yeah, I love this question. So influence to me, uh, I think it means connecting with like-minded people and doing it at scale and then providing a positive impact in their lives by giving them what they need. So whether that's guidance, whether it's advice, inspiration or anything else, and it's giving it to them at the time that they need it. So that's what influence means to me. I love it. Okay, Andrew, where can, obviously, andrewhubbard.co, but where can everyone find you on the Facebook, on the gram, on all of the things? Um, we love yeah. to share aha moments. We would love to kind of hear from you all today. Again, you can go to juliesalman.net forward slash 132 to get that transcript, but also screenshot, tag me and Andrew. He's going to leave his handle soon. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was, what Maybe there was a big objective that we allowed you to overcome today, or maybe there was something that you never knew about that you had kind of made up and told yourself about ads that you learned something new about. So Andrew, please share what that social handle is so they can start to uh, connect us and, and let us know what those things are. Yeah. So Andrew N. Hubbard on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, I loved what Quigley did in the last episode uh, that I listened to. Uh, as well, she said, uh, jump on and drop me a DM. And so I'm going to open that up as well because I thought that was a great idea. Um, so, yeah, if if you find me on Instagram, drop me a DM. I'll definitely reply to you because, uh, yeah, I love uh, love chatting with people out Facebook ads. So feel free. Amazing. Andrew, thank you so much for your wealth of knowledge, for your time, for walking um, my amazing community through this. I really think that we did it in a way that they're going to be able to understand and to, and to consume, or at least, you know, I know that, that when I, when, when I was first starting out in this world, you know, that's kind of what I would have needed. So I'm glad that we were able to do that as transparently as we could today and as quickly as we can, because there's so many moving parts when it comes to Facebook ads and an array of things that we can learn. But I really appreciate your time and everything that you've done for me and for my business. So thank you for being here. Thanks so much, Julie. It was an absolute pleasure. All right. That is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram, head on over to our Facebook group at the Influencer Podcast, and let me know your thoughts about today's show. All right. I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Next time on the Influencer Podcast. At the end of the day, if you're a brand or business or an influencer, no one cares about you on YouTube. What they care about is getting help, inspiration, education, and they're looking for an answer to their question or a solution to their problem. And so if you can provide that and you can be the top ranked video by following that formula, you have people bought in by the end of the video and then they become loyal customers for life. So